Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This your boy Johnny Vegas, host of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google podcasts and many more you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started I want to be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep, till I see a milli every week, I want to be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep, till I see a billy every week, I want to be a billionaire, billionaire, I want to be a billionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaire, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, I got a special, special guest on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. This woman is an actress, a singer, a content creator who's killing it on YouTube. Just reached 50K subscribers. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen, Cassandra Lee. Damn, bro, with the introduction. I'm just saying, man, greatness is in my presence right now. (laughs) I'm in this presence of greatness right now. What you talking about? Likewise, likewise. I think greatness, you know, can... See greatness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dope, man. Well, how you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I know we've been trying to do this for a minute. Um, and I'm just glad that we finally got to do it. Yeah. Well, you've been busy. You've been killing it, man. Crazy. Your life has been crazy. But it's also cool because like I think that before I even wanted to get interviewed, I wanted to just keep hustling and get myself at a point where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now let's talk about this. You know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, and so it feels good where I just hit 50k, bro. Woo! And that's like that's a little a little drop of what I'm trying to do. So yeah, I'm excited, but it's still you know recognizing the wins. Yeah, you got to got to count the blessings, not the problems, man. And that is a great blessing to have. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like I said, I'm at what like close to 3k followers. I mean, it's all good. We almost there, <laughs> yeah. but still, it's like 50k. I could I, I saw how hard it was to get to this level for me. So mm-hmm. to get the 50k, it's like oh man, I take my hat off to you. Yeah. That's that's amazing, man. So, uh, so again, with this show, you know, it's about getting inside information for those looking to be in your position, you know. So I want you to kind of share some of the the grind and the, you know, the just basically the man hours you had to put in and mm-hmm. the details of that that to got you to your where you are today. But let's start from the beginning, girl. Where you from? I'm from Jersey. Ah, Jersey. In I'm the a building. East Coast girl, man. Same, same. I used to live in Patterson. Okay, see, we right from the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like I, I grew up in Belleville. Okay. Um, Essex County, North. My father grew up in Patterson. Okay. Oh, um, your daddy hood. Yeah, he's hood. Yeah. What high school you went to? I went to Bubble High. Okay, I went to Eastside. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, Eastside Ghost. That's crazy. Y'all was probably like crossing each other's paths and didn't mm-hmm. even realize it. I was there from 99 to, uh, I want to say, no, I was from 98 to 2001 when the Twin Towers fell, I was out. Oh, wow. to Florida. Oh, like dang. Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> Some Dominican stay, bro. Yeah, yeah, sure. I was okay. one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I, I, I've been there my whole life. I was born and raised. In New Jersey, um, my mother lived in Florida, so I would go on vacation there mm. very often. 
So Florida is also home. It's my second home. Mm-hmm. What part of Florida? Um, she lived all over, but it was Tampa, Orlando. You know, mainly Tampa and Orlando. That's um, crazy. I was in Tampa eleven years. Yeah. What part? Brandon or? Nah, uh, Hillsborough County. Hillsborough Town and Country. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Um, I used to party out there. Ebor oh, City. Ebor City. Yeah, all day. <laughs> all day. Oh my God, I got stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have family in Miami, Hollywood. Florida's mm-hmm. second home. So it's Jersey, New York, and Florida that like. I grew up around mostly, so. That's what's up, man. So when you were growing up, you know, did did you remember back then what you wanted to be growing up? Or was it always like comedy, actress, singer? It was always like, so my first love is singing. Okay. Um, I saw Selena, the movie. Mm. So I saw J-Lo as Selena. And um, I was like, this is what I want to do. Mm. And the scene that did it for me was uh, when she was a little girl. She's on the roof. Okay. And you obviously seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's on the roof and her sister's like, Selena, what are you doing? And then mm. she's like, come here. She's yeah. like, sits down and looking at the stars. And she pretty much, I forget the exact line, but she says that, you know, she when she's on stage, she feels everyone. Mm. You know, she can touch everybody. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't know. I was a little girl, but when I heard that line, I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to feel everybody. I want to touch everybody. It's like, all their problems go away. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's cool because she's looking at the stars, which I feel is like foreshadowing because that's exactly what stars do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're one star. They're one star up there, but they're touching millions of people simultaneously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, that's what I want to do. And she was doing it through singing. So I thought, let me be a singer. Yeah. I thought I could sing. Okay. I failed. When you say you fail, why do you think you fail? Well, failure is only if you give up, right? Big facts. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe failing wasn't the word, but I, I definitely got discouraged completely. So, why? Well, because I'm, I'm a martial artist, too. Okay. I grew up doing the martial arts. So, mm-hmm. that's like the first thing. What I form? Had, a Shotokan. Okay. Japanese style karate. Okay. Um, That's the first thing I ever mastered, mm-hmm. that I ever got good at, that mm-hmm. I ever became great at. Mm. So, like, that's like my rock. That's what taught me. To be so disciplined today yes, and, and just determined. Um, but so competing, performing and competing. So I would, I would be a street performer doing martial arts, parades, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I would compete. Mm-hmm. And when I would compete and perform, you have to yell. And I would strain my voice. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know, really strung on the idea of being a singer. Mm-hmm. And I told my dad, you know, I want to sing. And we, we performed at Newark Symphony Hall. And... Um, he was like, all right, you know, he said to the guy who was hosting the event, you know, my daughter wants to sing. Um, can she sing the anthem before mm-hmm. the event? And so we performed, and then I sang. So my voice was so strenuous. It was uh, just like, it was like I lost it. Because when I fucking perform, yeah. can I curse on you? Yeah. Yeah. I perform, you know, like I give it my all in mm-hmm. anything I do. Mm-hmm. So when I came to singing at that, 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 that part, oh, my God, it was like, Come on. Yeah, it was done. And I knew I did bad. Yeah. I knew I did bad because, obviously, my voice wasn't there. And, you know, people were just so sweet about it. But, like, I was so discouraged. I was like, I don't think I can do this at that point. I was little. So, so since that point, you haven't sung or did anything? So then I, I, you know, stopped. I just was like, you know, maybe singing isn't for me. I'll stick to performing. You know, people loved my karate performance. Mm-hmm. They wanted my autograph, things like that. And then, what? so I was like, I want to do acting. So maybe I'll act. So, um, and this is still in Jersey. This is still in Jersey. Okay. So I started acting and, 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 you know, you know, dancing was, you know, fun, but I never like trained for dancing. And so I was acting and I was doing karate. Okay. Right. Um, 
And then in school, mm-hmm. you have music. You have to do music, mm-hmm. right? And um, I was picked as one of the voices, you know, to to sing for like the eighth grade graduation and all that stuff. So she would train me. So then I got good at singing one song because okay. she trained me to sing that one song. What song is that? It's the song she created. It's oh, not okay, like okay. an actual song. Um, I thought it was like Mary had a little nah. <laughs> twinkle twinkle yeah right <laughs> nah so I got good at, at that one song so I said you know maybe I could be like a you know a background singer or whatever so I would you know sing but I wouldn't I never had the balls to say I, I was a singer mm. because of that one experience yeah so I just would sing for fun you right. know uh-huh. but then it just became acting acting is like what I really grew to want to master and, and be in love like i always said it anything entertainment wise that's that's what i was gonna do mm-hmm. um and i got really good i got really good at acting and recently is when i decided to sing again and and now i'm training my voice and i'm like no i can sing so mm-hmm. now i have the confidence to be like i'm a singer now don't don't <laughs> don't quote me though i ain't no whitney houston yeah, 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 i'm yeah. not a mariah carey so i'm not like a singer in that sense yeah I'm like a vibing, you know, vibey singer. And like, yeah, I'm a singer. That's that's pretty much it, you know? Yeah. So that that was a long time coming. So. Mm. Yeah, sometimes you got to go through those trials and tribulations to kind of get you to where you ultimately need to be, you right. know? Sometimes you got to fall back on certain dreams, you know, and then pick it back up later when you're in a better place. Right. Mentally, spiritually, yeah. body-wise, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I feel better now about it, you know? And I'm like, all right, let me, let me see where this can go. Okay. You know? So, not, so, that, not uh-huh. that I'm trying to be like an actual singer. Uh-huh. Just enjoying. I'm, my goal is to exhaust all of who I am. Mm. You know? So every gift God has given me, I want to exhaust it. I don't want to die and say I never even sharpened this tool. Mm. I want to see what what if I was the best version of myself? Mm. The best version. What would that do to the world? Who would I impact? Who would be touched? And if I don't become the best version of myself, who is missing that impact? You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy to me. What if there are people out there that when I do create a song and when it does drop, are, are touched by that? Mm-hmm. But but because I was so fearful and prevented myself from even trying, they never will get that impact. Right. You know, I want to exhaust all of who I am. You just never know. Nah, I, I totally agree with that. And sometimes I kind of get uh, negative feedback from myself because of me exhausting all of do I of who I am because there is a lot like when I was asking me yo what you do you know but some people tell me yo you should just focus on one thing and let that pop off and that'll feed everything else but it's like my brain don't work like that like if I'm not writing a song then I could be reading a script if I'm not reading a script I could be you know finding a new client to close a deal if I'm not doing that <laughs> yeah. I could be in the gym if I'm not doing that I could be filming a video doing whatever you know what I'm saying so right. it's like it, I understand what people mean like yo if you're spreading yourself so thin it's not gonna grow to where you want it to be it versus if you just focused on that one thing what's your opinion on that you know I think that there's no cookie cutter way you know, I could sit here and tell you to do it one way and that may not be what works for you, mm. you know, and vice versa. And I think that so many people have given me advice um, before I got to where I'm at because I was searching, you know, I was searching for what is the way, what is the right way. People talk about balance. People talk about don't be a jack of all trades. Some people say, yo, just don't put your eggs in one basket and, you know, just disperse diversify, it. Yeah, right? diversify all mm-hmm. that stuff. And, you know, you just got to figure out what works for you. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know. Do something different. I just know what works for me. 
I can share what work, what's working for me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then I think for everyone watching, you pick, you pick, there's, there's no one way, right? If I say, yo, let's go to Florida. We're in, Cal- let's say we're all in California. And I say, yo, let's go, let's go on a trip to Florida. Mm-hmm. Now we have options. We could take dumb. You could walk dumb. You could run. Yeah. You could, you could take a bike. Mm-hmm. You could take a car. Mm-hmm. You could take an airplane. You can take a train, yeah. right? But you're going to pick what's convenient for you, what's financially beneficial for you, or what's time quality for you. You're going to choose, but there's more than one way to get to Florida is the point. Right. But you're going to pick what's best for you. And and the point is you can choose whichever way. You're going to get there, right? but you'll get there. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where my mindset is on that. It's just, there's no one way. Gotcha. Okay. You know? That's what's up. I respect that. And I took away some things from that, so thank you, because that actually helped me a little bit, you know, so basically, you know, I'm just keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> do what you do. I think, you know, you, you're you going to find out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Much. You'll find out if, like, you'll you'll be, sometimes, my husband calls it really well. He says something like um, um, pivoting. That's what he calls it. Mm-hmm. So you you think that you, you're doing something, and, and it's going the way that you anticipate, but something may happen, or you may get a revelation where you're like, there might be an actual better way to do this. So you just pivot. It doesn't mean you have to change anything. You just you just don't pivot. You're just gonna you're gonna tweak something. Yeah, because the destination is still the same. Destination is still the same. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I could be I could be on a bike on my way to Florida, and then I realize, oh shit, renting a car is actually not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Or I could probably hitchhike, and somebody's willing to take me yeah. if I chip in for gas, right? right. So you could just. Well, pivot. I wouldn't suggest hitchhiking, but I feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> be safe. Yeah, yeah, be safe out there in the streets. <laughs> Nah, that's what it is. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. So what got you to California? What, what, when did you decide, like, yo, I need to take this to the next level and California is the place to do it? Word. Okay, so I remember one time I was writing in my journal, and I was like, California. Mm. I would do this exercise where what would the ideal life, like an ideal day in the life of Cassandra Lee look like? Mm. And I did this in twenty. 20- 14, so this is like a vision 2013, board. 2013, kind of. Mm-hmm. In 2013, 2014, I did this, and I wrote it in a book. And I had never even thought about California prior to this. I never even, I mean, like, you hear of it, you mm-hmm. hear of it, but, like, it wasn't at all something I thought I needed to do or was even capable of doing. It just wasn't in my radar. Yeah. But some reason, I wrote it. Mm. For some reason. I don't even know why. I just wrote it. And never looked at it again. Okay. Never looked at it again. Years go by, and I get this job as a host mm. for a dance competition. Okay. So I start going, traveling every freaking week. Mm. It was not the best experience. Okay. <laughs> Great company. Yeah, yeah. Not the best experience for me, but nonetheless an experience that right. I needed. Mm-hmm. And we ended up going to San Diego, and I was just like, I want to live here. Mm. Not realizing that San Diego and LA are two completely different things, yeah. though. No, so two hours away <laughs> yeah. from each other. Yeah, but that was my first introduction to California, and I was like, "Yo, I want to live here." Came back, told my husband, "I want to move here." Mm. And I was like, "We were moving at the time to a different apartment," and I found that notebook, and I was mm. like, "Oh my god, I want to live there!" Like I said it, and now I've seen it. I'm gonna put this intention out there. About a year after that. I got signed to an agency out here. Okay. And the, you know, just things were kind of lining up where I had nothing else to hold on. You know, my lease was up, you know, we had nothing else left to hold on to. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's do this. 
So we said Happy New Year in 2016. On January 2nd, we left. Mm. And we just drove straight. Never been to L.A. Just drove straight to L.A. How long did it take you? Three days. It took me and my girl five. Five, five days. days. Yeah, we, we stopped in two hotels and slept. Yeah, I, we should have done that. We was we was broke. Mm. We slept in the car. You got to do what you got to do. Just, we were so broke. I remember we packed peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in a little bread bag. Mm. And that's all we ate. And we drove, and we made it. And I, I know on Facebook, I had a cousin mm -hmm. who lived in L.A. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't seen him since I was in third grade. Right. So I was like, hey, we're cousins. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen you, but I'm moving to L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was the sweetest, man. And, like, we're both each other's only family out here. Ah. So, like, we've gotten so close. Yeah. He became, like, a brother to me. That's what's up. Um, and he helped us out the first few months. But it, my pride was in the way. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to ask for help. So we had unnecessary struggles that, although may have been necessary for me to build the tough skin that I have today, but we ended up being, like, homeless. and It'd be like that shit. sometimes, man. Some like, crazy shit. <clears throat> well, before we continue with the crazy shit, I want to touch on that part as far as asking for help because I'm the same way. Like, I hate asking people for stuff. And it's just, I don't know, man, what's in me that got me like that. Uh, like, even, like, but my, my real father, like, you know, my mom, because they split up when I was young. But he still, like, you know, says what's up on Facebook, stuff like that. But anyway, my mom's will always be like, if I wanted something, she'd be like, well, ask him. Ask him. And I just never wanted anything from him. You know what I'm saying? And I grew up like that. Like, I just kind of fend for myself and just mm -hmm. kind of do it on my own. And yeah. see. But a lot of people sometimes tell me, well, you probably could get so much further ahead if you ask for help. Because you don't know what means somebody got to get you where you ultimately wanted to be. Yeah. And you could be wasting time. So what's your take on that? You know, I, it was two things for me. So one, I just wanted to know, like, if somebody did it, why can't I just do it? Why do I need help? Like, mm. did that person get help too? Like, what do they know that I don't know about life? Mm. That, that they're able to just save money or just something simple like that. Like, have an apartment. Mm. At that point in my life, I was so broke i didn't understand why it was so hard mm. like like is there something wrong with me you know i was just kind of like unsure like why don't i get life yet mm. so i wanted to just know for me that i could do it without help mm. which is stubborn right i don't think that that's the best advice um but sometimes you just need to go through it and i think the second part to that was i didn't believe i was worthy enough or capable enough of help mm. Because I felt, I didn't I didn't know I could pay them back, mm. right? So I was dealing with a conflict within me of asking for help, and let's say help was given. Do I really have what it takes to pay that person back, mm -hmm. you know? And I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Now, where I'm at now in my life, yeah. if I were to lose everything now, I'm asking for help. Because now I know for a fact that I am capable of getting it all back. So whatever help I get, I know I can return it. Yeah. I know I can return it. I didn't have that no factor before. Mm -hmm. You know, I was very, I, I doubted myself so much. And so sometimes it may just be an insecurity thing, mm -hmm. not even a pride thing. And so I think we just say it's pride, mm -hmm. but it actually might be that you're, we're insecure so much in ourselves that we're not even sure if we can even pay that person back. Mm, you know? I get that. And and I had done that in the past. Prior to moving to L.A., I did ask for help a lot. And I couldn't afford to pay anybody back. Mm. 
I couldn't afford it. You know, I'm still trying to pay everyone back. Mm. But I know now I can, you know, so now I'm not so afraid. But before I think that because I never paid anyone back in the past, I don't want to, I didn't want to do it again. I didn't want to use people. I felt like I was using them. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't even know if I'm good. Yeah. Enough to help somebody, like, pay them back. That shit was scary to me. I bet. You know? I bet. Hell yeah. I didn't want to be a leech. Big facts. You know? <laughs> I'm telling you. That's so. one thing you don't want to be looked at as, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I get that. So when you got to LA, you know what I'm saying? How was it, how difficult was it to really get your start in entertainment? Because I'm sure you had to find the apartment. You had to really research, you know, how much money you had to have to even <laughs> obtain whatever you needed to do to survive. So tell me about that. Yo, LA, what a journey. Dumb. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, we were... We were in the mentality of doing whatever it takes. So I'm going to tell you what I did and what I would have done differently. Mm-hmm. So what I did was not ask for help. And um, I thought a job was going to get in the way of my ultimate goal, which is, you know, produ- you know pursuing entertainment. And um, I thought it was going to take away from that. I thought it was going to be a, di- a distraction. Mm-hmm. So I committed, me and my husband committed, we weren't going to have a job. And so we were living in a public storage. Mm. And like literally in the storage, we put a bed inside the storage. We were sleeping out of there and just showering out of the gym. And it got to the point we couldn't even afford that. It just, it was so bad. One night we, we couldn't afford it and they locked us out of it. They put an extra lock on oh, our man. storage so we couldn't even sleep in it. And um, we slept on the floor of that storage. And it was cold. I bet. It was cold that night. And uh, he was getting sick. Mm. And so he a fever, he caught a fever. And then I caught pink eye. Wow, man. All at once. And I remember sleeping on the floor. I woke up to a cockroach. If you know me, I hate bugs. Yeah. Oh, I hate bugs. I saw a cockroach. I couldn't sleep. I, mm. I stayed up for the rest of the night. Mm. We woke up the next morning. I tried to break that lock. Couldn't. We needed somewhere to sleep. Like, I was done. Like, he was sick. Mm. And I, I started getting pink eye. And uh, we had a friend who worked in the neighborhood who, he had, like, an, a bed in someone's attic, in someone's garage. Right. He let us sleep there. He fed us. Okay. It was the sweetest thing. That was the moment that, that everything changed. I was like, I can't do this no more. Like, I'm, I refuse to be homeless. Mm. My story is really long, so I'm not going to go into everything, but... Um, Something switched, you know, we, we have an online business. We just said, let's fucking do this. We did. We found an apartment. We did whatever it took, obviously legally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, got the apartment, but it was hard. It was a struggle because at this point now, I met a few people and they told me how you make money in LA. Everything, mm-hmm. all the resources from audience work to, you know, Doing background. like just background to, to, to just doing, you know, ambassador gigs, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff, all the things you need. So boom, we, we did that. But then it became where every month we didn't know how we was going to make the money because you had to book stuff. You had to right. just position yourself. So every day we had a goal. We got to make X amount of dollars to be able to stay in this apartment. And a few months we would get backed up. Mm-hmm. But every day that's what we did. And, and we had to, it was like hunting. It was like, where are we going to get our money today? Um, and we did that for a minute. That taught me to fucking go for it, mm-hmm. right? What would I have done differently? I would have gotten a job. 
I would have gotten a job because now I actually have a job. Mm. Um, I have a full. I had a full time job. I just went part time because now things are going really well. Okay. But I had a full time job. I got a full time job in February. Mm-hmm. February, bro. Mm. I've been out here since 2016. I didn't have a job for all those months, all those years. Mm. I just got a full time job, and I went so much faster. Why didn't you do that when you first got here, or at least I, plan to do that? I thought it was gonna be a distraction. I thought I thought it was gonna take me away from my. I didn't want to have to make money to survive and then because i'm surviving i'm no longer you know fulfilling my dream Mm -hmm. but you know what i learned when i got the full-time job i started making money i didn't have to think about surviving Mm -hmm. now i could think about creating it freed me up yeah my mind was no longer on how am i going to make money today it was Mm -hmm. like i'm already making money today how can i create today Mm -hmm. so my mentality switched here's the trick though Mm -hmm. is that some people get comfortable in paying their rent, mm-hmm. that they no longer have the energy to then fulfill the dream. Right. So if you are going to get a job, you got to tell yourself when you are not working and you're at home, you got to fucking build your dream. Right. And that's the difference, though. because the job is temporary. job is temporary, but some people get comfortable. Right. I didn't, I'm not getting comfortable. I got the job for a reason. This was going to be my investor is funding my dream. Mm-hmm. That's what I looked at it as. So when I was no longer on the clock, I was on the clock for my dream. And that takes a lot of discipline because you can work a whole full nine to five, whatever, get home and feel exhausted, but you can't let that exhaustion kick your ass. You got to kick its ass and fucking keep building. So I was working a full-time job and then every day I would come home figuring out how I was going to create content, how I was going to do this, how I was going to edit, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't sleeping. You know, I mean, I was sleeping, I was taking care of myself, but I was going, I was going in to the point where now I'm part-time. I'm about to kick kick it out the, you know, I don't need it no yeah, more you know I'm about, to, I'm about to let go of it completely but from February mm. till now if I didn't have this job I probably would still be trying to figure out how I was going to do this whole YouTube thing yeah 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 you understand what I'm saying like mm. I it took it took so much of a burden off of me I'm so grateful mm. for that job so grateful that's what's up that's man. what I, I mean you but you got to know you if you know you can't handle having a job and building a dream then, then maybe just then stick to the side hustles or something, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you think that you could handle a nine to five, and then after that hits, you're 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 working for you. If you can handle that, then then go for it. You know. Oh yeah, that's oh, what I yeah. did. So tell me about this online business. You know, you got the YouTube. Is is this just the YouTube or there's more? There's more. Okay. I mean, there's stuff going. You know, I mean, like me, Cassandra Lee was was really being successful for me is my my YouTube channel. Uh, you know. Facebook, it just got hacked, assholes. Ah oh, man, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but I'm I'm working on it. I think I'm gonna start a new page if they don't get back to me. But it just got. When you say get hacked, like what happened? Somebody exactly? hacked it and then either did something and it went against Facebook's policies and they disabled my account. And I was making money on Facebook, so I was supposed to receive my first check this month. And um. And this is after you hit 10k followers on the Facebook. Yeah, I was at 20 something k mm. on Facebook, so I, have, I might have to start it all over, which is okay. Yeah, but you got contact them. I, ASAP, I know I right? have. I'm contacting them every day. So anyway, YouTube. It was Facebook, um, and you know Instagram, which I feel has a monetization feature that will be dropping soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have my channel with my my husband and girlfriend. We mm-hmm. have a polyamorous relationship, so we have that channel that just got monetized, and then. Um, okay. And then we have the online business. That's what's up. And then my singing career. 
Okay. So okay, so all that is generating income for you. Yeah, singing's not generating income yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't even put anything out. I'm just creating stuff and okay. start putting things out there. But yeah. Gotcha. No, that's that's dope. Okay. So I'll, so now you you got all these subscribers like you just said you hit 20 on Facebook, you hit 50 on uh YouTube. Now explain that grind because I don't think people get how hard that is. Like you could tell people, I tell people to subscribe, all subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe. You know, and I ain't at fifty yet. So, what was the uh, the the grind behind that and your strategic uh, planning that got you to this point? And the, as far as followers are concerned, ah oh, man, yo, like what methods do you use? Collaboration, mm. collaborate. You know, I got in this. Um, I started doing YouTube when I first got here. Um, I started a crew and, you know, we were creating content and doing our thing, but no one wanted it as bad as I did. It felt like, you know, I don't want to disrespect anybody. Um, it felt like that, you know, I had, I had deadlines for certain people. I didn't want to, I didn't want it to be my thing. Mm. I tried to get everyone on board with this is our crew. Mm -hmm. And so we all got to put content, but if we're going to put content, we should put it on by a certain time Mm -hmm. because in order for YouTube to see that you are um, worth pushing, they have to see that you're consistent, mm-hmm. right? They got to yeah. see that you're posting consistently. So in my head, I said, you know, we, we got to have a deadline. You know, if everyone's going to be in the crew, you should put content. You should put content. You should put ideas in here and have it done by a certain day mm-hmm. so we can all get this done. And I think that at a certain point, people just got lazy with it. You know, life gets in the way. And at that point, I was just like, I can't be the mom. I can't be trying to get everyone to put the content in so I, I dropped it so let me focus on me I stopped doing YouTube for a little bit and um, I was doing all side hustles but mm-hmm. one side hustle introduced me to um, um, Big Ja to the max okay y'all know y'all know a lot of, a lot of my, my followers know me from him mm-hmm. um, and he, he we met each other and we were at a show at Revolt Studios mm-hmm. and he was like yo you're like you dope I want to put you in something I was like yo take my info and we just kept in contact through Instagram. Mm. Still never put me in anything. He finally put me into something like months later, mm-hmm. almost almost like half a year later. Okay. And um, it went well. It did good. And then he put me in the Lesbian Homie series. Mm. And it did really good. Millions. Oh, wow. And then um, people, every time I was filming with him, there was other dudes in the room who were holding the camera or whatever, who were also YouTubers that I didn't know of. And then they started putting me in their stuff. So I said, this is great. Like, my following is going up, and yeah. I'm just in people's videos. Right. So that's where it was at at first. And then I got a phone call from one of my YouTuber friends. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, you have legit fans. And I was like, okay. He's like, no, seriously, like, if I don't put a video with you in it, like, people get mad. Like, people, like, they're, you're a legit, you have legit fans. He's like, you need to take advantage of this. Mm. And I was like, well, I, I know. I want to start my channel again i just don't know what i want to do if you look back at my old videos i was all over the place with my channel okay i was doing beauty reviews i was doing like makeup just throwing shit on the wall see if it sticks exactly i was trying everything do that try everything just try it Mm. you know i I, try it but definitely stick to one thing when it comes to like what you're gonna your message what do you want to be known for Mm. you know um, and so once he said I had fans and to do it and I was just like, well, I don't know what I want to put out there yet. Like, do I want to do just comedy? I came to, I want to act drama, it's like action. I didn't want to do comedy, but comedy's working. Yeah. 
So and the destination still the same. Destination still the same. It's still gonna be drama. It's still gonna be action. But guess what? Now I know I can do comedy, and I'm gonna throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Destination still the same. So I pivoted. I said, all right, I'm gonna stop being stubborn. If mm-hmm. I got fans and they're enjoying my comedy, I'm gonna start putting comedy. So he told me take every video that I'm in. And at this point, I was in so many people's YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. He said, take every video and repost them on your channel every three days. Mm-hmm. Schedule them out. YouTube's going to see you're consistent. They're going to start pushing you out there. And you already got the fans. Mm-hmm. So if you start telling your fans, come here and subscribe, then you're going to you're gonna do it, yo. I did that. A month later, I was I was making money on it. Wow. Yeah, a month, not even a month later. Like I hit it so fast. Mm-hmm. I think half a month. Half a month, like I think two, three weeks, I was already monetized. Mm. And because I listened to his advice mm. and I wasn't being stubborn. So then I was like, shit, reposting videos isn't going to work for the longevity of it. Yeah, it got me on, on the grind. It got me on YouTube. But longevity wise, this isn't going to work. Nobody's going to want to watch or rewatch content that they've already seen on somebody else's channel. Why subscribe to them? Right. If I want real, if I want more subscribers. So I was like, I got to start creating my own shit. So I did. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a silly actor, like silly comedian. I do a lot of silly comedy. Um, dumb, like stupid, yeah, dumb, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think it's funny, but it's not relatable. And I noticed, yeah, it would get views. But for me to go viral, per se, it needs to be a relatable piece of content. Mm-hmm. So I was like, All right, how can I be relatable? That's still silly. Right. So I pivoted again. Mm-hmm. I started changing storylines. I started I started doing my own personal stories a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just now I started doing that. Yeah. And then I started seeing another level of growth. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when I saw that level of growth, I said, okay, how can I show versatility now? Mm-hmm. So how can I do relatable storylines? Be silly, because that's the kind of silly I like to do. Mm-hmm. But how, now how can I show my range of, of, of an actor? Mm-hmm. So if there are decision makers watching my channel... They can go, oh, she's just not a YouTuber. She, she, If I give her a serious role, she can hang, mm-hmm. right? So now I'm starting to create content that really showcases range. I'm mm-hmm. taking risks. Yeah. I did a video in a British accent. Oh, wow. You know, and, and it got hate and it got love. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like. But they got, it got eyeballs. But it got eyeballs, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I just wanted to throw something at it. Yeah. You know, I want to I show range. I want to show that I can play different types of characters. Mm-hmm. So now... Now I'm just grinding. So then I went part-time, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm just grinding. So now my, my this is where my life is now. I just go, what ideas do I have? How can I create them into a funny story? Mm-hmm. Who can I put in it? Then I got to edit it, and then I got to post it. Mm-hmm. I literally have 20 different ideas I'm currently working on. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, hard. It's fucking hard. You know, because you gotta, you gotta, I got to post every three days is my goal. Mm-hmm. And and then now now it's a business. Now I'm not just putting videos out there. Now it's a business. So yeah. now I'm like now I got monetary goals, mm-hmm. financial goals that I need to hit. So then it, it becomes strategy. Yeah. But then how do you stay true to the comedy and the strategy? It's just a lot, you know. It's a yeah, lot you yeah. gotta think of. You gotta but, constantly stay on create creative mode. Yeah, and then re reinvent yourself so people still find you, you know, as a channel where they feel like they can go to and mm-hmm. get their, you know, joy from. Yeah. You know, so. It's, it's a lot, but it's good, you know. So what's that strategy? You know, what I mean, they get you collabing and you posting every three days, but to keep it fresh in people's mind, because there's people doing the same thing you're doing and more. So how do you plan to stay ahead of the curve? I mean, you're doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now, how do you plan to get to 100K? 
Oh man, yo, that's that's the that's the trick right there. Yeah, fifty yeah. k is great, but I ain't stopping, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know, hundred k is, is the next is the next level. Um, so I have I have different goals. So my next goal is obviously hundred k. Mm-hmm. Uh, video wise, I wanna have a video that does five hundred thousand. So I have one that's at four sixty. Mm-hmm. So I have forty more thousand views. I'm gonna have my first video that's at half a mil. Mm-hmm. That's my next goal. Mm-hmm. View wise, monetary wise, I'm trying to do better than my last two months okay. and this month i beat that okay so now now i already broke a record this month and it's, the month's not over so now next month i'm gonna see how i end this month that'll be a whole, a whole other goal um so the strategy behind that man is 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 still the same it's just a little bit different so it's still collaborating right the, you can't get nowhere without collaboration y'all you want to go fast go alone you want to go far go with others Right. That's that's literally bars. That's literally what it's at. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm always thinking about who can I put in my videos? Um, I don't like to think only solely on business because there are people who don't have the numbers, mm-hmm. but are talented. Mm-hmm. So talent does speak louder to me, mm-hmm. but I am a business, too. And so they have to go cohesively together. So I am in the business of also helping people. So I know there's some people who want to get in this industry that I'm close with, mm-hmm. that do have the talent. So I'm letting them use my, you know, my platform as a stepping stool to get exposure. Mm-hmm. So they're able to do that. So every once in a while, I'll do a video with somebody who doesn't have the numbers but is talented. And every once in a while, I'll do somebody who has talent and numbers. Right. Because numbers help each other. We help each other grow. Right. You know? And I want to tap into other audiences. Mm-hmm. So collaborating, meeting people, you, know, you meet other YouTubers, and you're like, okay, cool, this is a whole audience I'm not introduced to yet. Mm. If I do a video with this person, I'm going to be exposed to a whole other audience, mm-hmm. you know, and therefore, I'm, my following is going to keep growing, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of that, you know, picking and choosing, you know, how you're going to expand your reach. Yeah. Um, and, then it's, it's, and then it's also a game of, am I interesting enough? Mm-hmm. Because there are people who are in this game and probably been in the game longer. And if their page isn't interesting enough, yeah, you're getting the exposure. People are coming and they're checking out your Instagram, checking out your YouTube. Pero si tú no tienes nada, mm-hmm. they're not going to fucking subscribe. Not at all. If you're not interesting, they're not going to subscribe, mm-hmm. you know, or follow you. And so it's like, okay, what, how can I reinvent myself again? Yeah. You know, so then it's thinking about what are, what are I got some shit that's about to drop. It's so relatable. Can't wait to see it. And it's crazy because some of the things that I think of that I think is going to be hilarious and mm-hmm. do well, it doesn't. It's until it's relatable. And I'll be like, ah, this is relatable, but I don't think it's that funny. Yeah. And it does well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, relatability is everything. Mm. It's everything. People can relate. They like you. And if they like you, they're they going to love you. you. And if mm-hmm. they love you, they feel like they know you. And if mm-hmm. they feel like they know you, they want to be around you all the time. Right. And it's to the point now, every week I'm getting stopped, you know, from by a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, every week. I don't go I don't go one week without somebody recognizing me. And that's a beautiful thing. And I love when you guys do that because they always tell me, yo, keep doing it. Right. That I make their day and that means a lot. Because mm-hmm. the only reason why I started doing this stuff is because I love people. I love people so much that I want to get to know them. How do I get to know them? I have to become them. So I create characters. I want to become people, relatable people. I love people so much, man. I yeah. really do. So it means a lot when people say that I'm, I'm making their day. Yeah. I'm making their day. I have people who are in the army, you know, in war, mm. on the field. Mm. They hit me up and they tell me, yo, on hard days, me and my crew watch you. 
What? That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. They out there serving for our freedom. Right. And and when they're having a down day, I'm putting a smile on their face. That's hard, man. Yo, that's that's a beautiful thing. I'm in my purpose. That's yeah. what, that's what I'm being told. I'm in my purpose. You are. You know, and and, and I love people so much. All I want to do is spread love. Spread love through Damn, every I gift I have. Yeah. Hearing that shit, yo. Come on, that's life hard. is hard. Yeah. Life is hard. And 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 the world is isn't always sunshine. Mm-hmm. But that's changing the world right there. Yeah. If I'm putting a smile on someone's face, if I'm impacting joy, imparting love in one way or another from one gift. Now imagine all the people that don't even know me yet. Oh man, they will soon. So the people who are gonna learn about me through music or learn about me through whatever, that's change right there, yo. So when the album dropping, because you dropping all these bars right now, <laughs> B. So when the album dropping? Yo, I'm dropping an EP soon, man. An EP soon. Um, I got like two songs recorded. Mm. I might re-record them though, because my voice has gotten a lot better since. All right. Um, you need your boy on the feature too. Okay, like all right. Me. I don't know if you ever heard me, but nah, you, you, you nah, I gotta check it, too. it, dude. I got I got the song coming out, bro. Mm. This, I got my I already chose what my single is. I gotta record that. I'll be mm. recording it in a week. Um, it's a reggae vibe. Okay, I sing R and B and like reggae vibes. So, okay, um, this song is fire. Okay, so um, I my goal December. Okay, well January, have it done by December. I'm gonna drop it in the new year. Um, so Cassandra is gonna be reinvented again. With some music mm. in the new year, so I'm excited about that. That's what's up, man. Well, you, you seem happy, and you know when you say you're living in your purpose, you know that that spoke to me when you said it. It's like wow, like you know, I, I just by the impact you're making on people that you don't even know, that's not even in the same city you at. It's like it's amazing, you yeah. know. And um, I wish you much success. You know, I want you to keep going hard, keep doing your thing. I see you out here. Yeah. And I'm very proud of you. You know, you you're Dominican, right? Hey, like me. You know? Look at the side, You know what I mean? We out here. Yeah. But um, you know, like I said, man, I, I just I'm happy for you and just keep going hard, man. Yeah. God's gonna see you the rest of the way. You know Yo, what I'm saying? Appreciate that, man. And likewise, likewise, keep doing your thing, bro. Right. Keep I remember you told thing. me one time, I'll never forget it. Like, I think we seen each other like a background we was doing an audience, and you was like, Yo, you you got you said something along the lines like Yo, you got you got the spirit for this, or you got the personality for this. When I first started doing the interview stuff, and you was on my page, and you, you told me this, and I was like, "Damn, that's what's up." And that right there, like you, it may have not been anything to you because you was just saying it, but it motivated me. Good. You know what I'm saying? And that shit, I mean, you see what it is, man. Good, we bro. are we getting close to episode 100. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Good. So we out here, man. That's good, man. That's for everybody out there too, like. I'm always about making somebody feel different than when they first met me. So mm. I'm glad that that imparted in you. And whatever dreams you guys got, go for it. Don't let nobody tell you no. Don't let nobody tell you no, man. That was my biggest lesson I learned last year. Mm. That was the biggest lesson I learned last year. I came out, Polly. Yeah, you knew this, right? Yeah, yeah tell me more. Oh, me, my husband, and my girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. mentioned it. You went past it really fast <laughs> during a, a story you was just telling me. I didn't want to touch on it because yeah. I didn't know how much you was wanting to share, but no, yeah. continue. <laughs> <laughs> I came out last year, bro, uh, on Instagram. And ah, I told okay. everybody, and, like, you know, me and my husband. But you always knew you was, you know. I didn't always know that. Uh-huh. No, that you was bi. Bisexual? No, I didn't always know that. Ah. I didn't always know that. that. That I recently learned in 2016. Okay. But nobody had known. I was. I no one knew. My family didn't know nothing. Yada yada yada. So that to them, it seemed like out of nowhere, mm-hmm. we have this girlfriend, you know. And um, anyway, so I had so much backlash from family. 
mm-hmm. so much, so much. And then I put it on Instagram and some people unfollowed me. And some people said more power to me. But we launched our own YouTube channel and talking about it because obviously people have mad questions, you know. Um, so we have a channel where we just talk about our relationship. But doing that changed my life. Mm-hmm. I was terrified to go public with that relationship. Mm. But it made me just go, like, fuck it. I've been living my life for so long based on what people thought of me. Mm. You know, and this was the first time I did something not caring if people liked me or not, if, if they agreed or not. And so many more lives were changed for me. Mm. So, like, imagine if I just kept living off of what people thought, like, whatever they expected me to be or however they perceived me to you be. You wouldn't have been happy. I wouldn't have been happy, but all these other people would have never, like, gotten their life changed. Mm-hmm. You know, that channel changes so many lives. So it's like, don't don't let nobody tell you no. Don't let anybody tell you you are wrong, you are this, you are that. You know you for you. Obviously, there's a fine line to this, but... Don't twist my words, you know? No, no, like, you saying it. No, okay. even like them. But like, just like, literally, if you know what you want, go for it, bro. Go for it. Live for you. There are people out there who need to hear your truth, who need to see what you are capable of. And if you continue living for other people, they ain't never going to see it. You know? And those are those are lives that need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Need to be impacted, y'all. Just let go of your own agenda and just go for it, man. Let you go know? and let God. Let go man. and let God. God is good, man. Guys, great all the time. All the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's dope, man. I mean, I mean. So, when you uh, how's your how's your? I'm sure your husband is cool with. I guess the relationship. I mean, he's in it with you guys, and uh, you lucky motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) We both lucky. We all lucky. We all pretty lucky. So lucky. We get two people to love. No, that's hey, and and that's and that's what it boils down to. You know, you love each as long as y'all love each other and y'all living in y'all truth. I mean, can't nobody tell you anything. You know, so keep on keeping on. You know what I'm saying? Let the people know where they can follow you, where they can subscribe more. With you know, where to look out for the album and all that, man. Let yeah, them know. yo, follow me, the Cassandra Lee on Instagram. That's the underscore Cassandra with a K, two S's underscore Lee. Uh, my channel, Cassandra Lee on YouTube. Uh, you'll see the trifecta if you want to learn about our polyamorous relationship. Trifecta love, the trifecta love on Instagram. We got a YouTube channel. And anywhere you follow me on Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, whatever, you're going to learn about our EP drop in in January. Um, yeah, man, we rocking it. There you go. Well, subscribe to this dude's hey, channel right here. Sleep is for billionaires. If you watching this, I don't know why you still watching this. You better hit that subscribe button. You dig? Hit hey, that subscribe and button. Get your merch today. We got the shirts in all different colors. We got Sleep. hoodies. We got sweaters. We got Christmas sweaters. We got socks. We got it all. <laughs> Mouse pads, shower curtains, all of the good stuff. <laughs> Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. Johnny Vegas, Cassandra Lee, and we out. We out.